You are half naked. You, you don't, you don't have pants on. But what the fuck does that have to do with my feet? Because that's she's all she sees. My, uh, Can you my Unger? <laughs> Unger, your devil woman is perving on my feet. <laughs> did, did you guys set your phones to vibrate? Okay. Do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to do pajama erotica? Is everyone in pajamas? Everyone looks pretty pajama e. Except for Unger. Except okay, those are his work pajamas. Work pajamas. These are work pajamas. <laughs> well then, uh, let's uh, let's get in to pajama erotica. Do you feel your sex life is quite Everybody. lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange. Perverted podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted podcast. (laughs) Groovy baby. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and groovy digital perversion recording live from the threshold society clubhouse in north hollywood california in front of our perverted studio audience hey all perverts what they're just sitting there that was so (laughs) lame fine i'm kathy i'm a bitch and i am count boogie and this is of course the pajama erotica episode which we used to call the poetry show but then everyone rebelled so we call it pajama erotica now because we're all wearing pajamas i and Uh, it's Erotica. And it's erotica. We will be reading some erotica and doing some fucked up haiku poems and stuff. And I'm wearing we have a dinosaur. And <laughs> Abyss is, I, did you just get this? Abyss now back from Disney World. Thank you so much for joining us. Hmm. Yeah. Really? She's, Are you butthurt that you're not no, at Disney she's, anymore? She's dropping from Disney. I am. It's, I'm having Disney, Disney drop. <laughs> that is horrible. Disney drop. <laughs> so you spent how many days at Disney World? Nine. Wow. And how many parks did you go to? All of them, oh, multiple times. I don't like you right now. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Actually, I do like you. Tell us all about it. Oh God, it was so much fun. <laughs> all the Disney things and a lot of lines. Did you go to? You said you went to the Harry Potter Land. I did. Did you take the Hogwarts Express between the two? We did. <laughs> what I, the fuck, Kathy? How many times do I have to tell you to talk into your <laughs> microphone? I just grabbed your head and shoved it into the thing, like okay. I was going after, down on somebody. After thirty-eight, now the thirty-ninth, you're still like you're farther away, and you're like, uh, no, it's, it's not my fault that you moved us to a studio in which I'm side by side. Oh, I can't even see you. Guys. I'm so sad that now we're in an actual studio that we can actually. Uh, have a show. It's going to be that kind of show. It is. It is. Work your mic, Kathy. You're still right on it. Lips on the muff. Lips on the muff. See how my lips are on the muff? And you can hear me? See how Abyss's (laughs) lips are on the muff? I'm going to put your lips on someone else's muff. You like pussy. (laughs) Just lips on the muff. And now MJ, to make you happy, is caressing her boob. Oh, boob. Thank you. I needed that This is how we're doing. Thanks. Oh, oh. Oh, Nipple. uh, Nipple. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Let's please go on. Okay. We can we can go on. Absolutely. What type of other stuff do we have going? Hey, 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 hey. Chat room. This is it. This is actually big stuff for perverted podcast listeners. We now have a chat room. Okay, go with us on this cuz this is uh this is going to be interesting. So, starting next week, um we do record our show, but everybody knows that we always record the show on Mondays uh, about 7.30, 8 p.m. We start Pacific Standard Time, and then we go for about an hour. 
So a lot of people know that we're recording the show no matter where they are. They know Monday nights, 7.30 to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if they didn't know, they know now. They They know know. now. (laughs) So even though we record, we still set up a chat room and eventually we're going to be able to Skype people in so you can go into our new chat room at tinychat.com backslash perverted podcast. I think that's forward slash. Forward slash back what? It's forward slash? Yes, it is. Okay, fine tinychat.com forward slash perverted podcast that one uh, little direction could mean could fuck everyone up and then I'll be the dick it, next also, week also it's it's not it's chat room tiny or no it's, it's tinychat.com slash perverted, perverted podcast, podcast. Yeah. that is how you get to it it'll also have a link on pervertedpodcast.com and so what you can do now is during the show while we're recording eventually we'll have a live stream on Ustream or something like that so you can hear what we're doing and comment on it but also if you have questions comments things like that live while we're actually recording <laughs> you can you, go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> you can come on the show and we'll have a moderator and they'll say hey someone has something interesting and eventually we'll work it out to where you can just Skype in and actually go live with us like a legitimate radio Radio show, so that's kind of very exciting. So starting next Monday, um, we will be on tinychat.com/slash/pervertedpodcast, and all freaking two of you can be there and harass. Do you have dinosaur socks on? She's making them growl at us by separating her big toe from the rest Rawr. of her toe. You have to take Rawr. a picture of that because the listeners aren't going to know what the fuck I just said. Rawr. That is actually uh, pretty cute and that adorable. Is, MJ yeah. will get a picture of that. I have to say, I'm both excited and nervous about. This tiny chat, chat room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of course we're going to have trollers, but someone, usually no, Mark, Mark will be in here, but eventually we're going to get a volunteer that can come in here every week. It's not that. It's the fact that we're all so lame. We could barely even get the name out. <laughs> we're not going to be able to do well, this. Well, that's why we need a volunteer <laughs> yeah. to moderate the chat room and right. be here every week and actually go on and say, hey, so-and-so said this. When we throw it a couple times during the show, hey, what's going on in the chat room? Someone will say, oh, somebody talked about their fucking hairy beaver or whatever you know things that they that they talk about it so um so we're gonna work on that so that's actually very exciting and uh that was brought to us by our lovely uh that was moving on so this is volunteers that oh absolutely duh (laughs) so caitlin our awesome volunteer i actually reached out and she did all the research and got us tiny chat thank you very much caitlin i i spaced on remember thanks for reminding me i know caitlin is our resident caitlin is our resident uh awesomeness of volunteer and uh she lives a little far away it'd be great to have her in on the show she would be actually great to be moderator if she lived closer but uh, you know, moving right along. Hi, cool attack. <laughs> I love that. Pajama What's the topic for? L- Lois is the topic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's first? Uh, Abyss. Stupid fucking cunt. Oh. She is an HR nightmare. <laughs> now back off my feet. <laughs> Apparently you heard uh, last week's show, huh? I did. <laughs> All right. Haiku attack. <laughs> All right, Kathy, what's your lowest haiku? Unplug her hard drive. Stab her in her motherboard. Die, metal bitch. Die. <laughs> Can you tell me to abyss? Haiku attack. <laughs> Lois, Lois, what do you think? Horny slot robot. Digital brain stem turned on. Sex crazed, unashamed. Unashamed. Stupid Your fucking hate. cunt. 
I'm like a Haiku attack! <laughs> Yours is really cool. <laughs> Whatever. I can't shut the thing off now. <laughs> I just want to go. Fet li- Wait, I don't have a Fet Life jingle. Wow. Let's just uh, go into Fet Life. <laughs> For your peace of mind, please know that every author of the each post has pers- specifically granted us permission to do so. God Should we it. just start the show I over? Nine hell. days at Disney. I cool attack. <laughs> Normally I come off the jingle. <laughs> We're all messed up. FetLife.com, man. Can you feel the smooth groovy of Fet Life? And stuff, bitches. What? So That's we, why I didn't play it. it. That's why I didn't play it. We are so <sighs> fucked up on oh, this show. We're going to lose all of our listeners. MJ and Unger are like, why did we come here? <laughs> all right. Before I said it. <laughs> so uh, our first uh, post is by NiceBadBoy79, and he wrote something called A Missive on the Non-Submissive Submissive. Wow, that's a mouthful. He says, recently I was... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you child. <laughs> he says, recently I was able to spend some time with a wonderful young woman who identified herself to me as a submissive. Let me say I myself identify as a dominant. We agreed to a time and she was almost 30 minutes late. My dominant nature wanted to pull her across the table and make her ass red. We engaged in conversation. To say she was anything but submissive is an understatement. She was aggressive and assertive. We talked easily, both seeming to enjoy the conversation. She seemed to constantly distract me with her great smile, her beautiful eyes, or her hands touching my body. When her lips touched my neck, all I can say is, wow, I have never been so distracted. Had I walked away because of her lack of submission, I would have missed out on a lot of fun. What I am saying is simple. Don't get caught up in labels. There is no point. This lifestyle we choose is unconventional. Why be conventional in the unconventional? Hmm. You want to go first? Sure. (laughs) So I understand where he was going with this, and I like the points he made for not locking someone into a slot, or you might lose a great experience. You know, she may not have been an amazing submissive, but it doesn't mean she can't be a great friend or lover. That being said, Uh (laughs) um, from what I understood from this post, it was their first face-to-face. And if he is Captain Dommy McDomerton's, then and he wanted her to act a certain way set protocols discuss how you're planning on situating it if she's just coming in as like a meet meetup it doesn't necessarily mean she was a bad submissive it just means that she wasn't the way he wanted her to be yes and here here's why i picked this post because he learns i love that he learned that lesson that he realized throughout the entire date exactly that he would have totally fucked up a really good relationship or just a really good person to meet and have a good time with if (laughs) i see mj walking up let me let me make my point uh and then then we'll we'll get to mj who just boldly stood up ready (laughs) this guy when it first started, I was right there with everyone going like, oh, uber dumb, douche, you know, where's this going to go? But where he wrapped up was 100% accurate to my dilemma with the uber dom douchebag voice that is in my head 
every single interaction that I have with another human being. It is embarrassing. It is a character defect. And it constantly is like, wait a minute, you're supposed to do this. You are supposed to every step of the way, every all the logic, like Abyss just said, hey, this is a first meeting. You got to, you know, she's not uh, supposed to be your submit. All of those things, I think this guy and myself understand but that voice is there. I should do. There's this. You should do like Uber Domly stuff, and it is so douchey. And the fact that this guy turned it around and said, "Hey, if I do this, I lose everything, and I have relationships in my life that every day I battle with that voice, with Abyss, with Mark, and with everyone that says." Wait a minute, they told me to fuck off. Wait a minute, they make fun of me. Wait a minute, they say this. Wait, they don't submit. They sure the fuck don't submit. And, you know, that voice is there saying, I should do this. But because I don't, I've gotten to enjoy these amazing dynamic relationships. Yeah, and believe it or not, from reading this post, you would you don't really realize how raw and open he leaves himself. He He's showing what that same conflict you have in your own head he's he's showing us that he has that and then at the end he realizes you know look at how i benefit exactly. from not being that guy yes. and cuz i know obviously there's a lot of dominance and we make fun of them endlessly because they do follow through on the hey wait a minute i read this book and i read the gore book and and you're supposed to <laughs> you're supposed to fucking do everything that i think through my penis and guess what? Well, there's a few that are going to fall for it, but most people are dynamic and they're not going to fall for it and you get to experience more. MJ, this is the time you were waiting for. If Hunger and I did that, we probably would not have gone out on like three non-dates <laughs> before we figured out that we liked each other. Because, no. But, but I heard she showed up 30 minutes late. Wouldn't that piss off anyone, whether or not you're a dominant? <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, all right, so totally not considerate of another human being. Well, but she had the prettiest eyes. No, no, no. no it no, went no, on later no, to say no. she had a good excuse or whatever. We just didn't yeah. read all no, that. No, it was, it was literally. Like, I'm sure. Sorry, you know. that was me. I, I guess I chopped no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it is true, though. Like, I was like, hey, wait. Like, on the it wasn't but level, she had pretty eyes. It but, was. You know, like I on guess. the base level, we respect each other. But if Unger and I had been caught up in that kind of thing when we met, because, you know, he's like six foot four. I'm like five foot and a half so like not super tall but like i climb him like a mountain and i like shoot people from his shoulder and things so that counts for us we can both express our dominant whatever he thinks right right yeah, right right yeah, right, right. No I, I think this was a great true. post yeah. i loved it i did you want to have something you wanted to come no he's, <laughs> no. Just, he's just nodding in agreement. <laughs> he gets blowjobs out of this I, I just nod that. your head get the blowjob i think that's really <laughs> I think I think that is the thing to Don't s fuck up our protocol. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If you're a guy, because like someone was making fun of me in the kitchen, because I I don't know, Squiggles and Mark were being making fun of you, making fun of me or whatever, and people were actually poking like, oh, you let them do that, and pretty much shut up and get the blowjob was my answer. Like, yeah, I could be an Uber Dom, and everyone would just go, you're a douche, and leave, but. Because I allow, I really, I'm telling you, man, at first I read this and I was rushed, and but all of a sudden I'm like, this guy sang the song of my people. And it is so awesome because I have, my life is significantly better because I did not try to force myself and the people that I care about 
into those titles and say, because of this title, you have to follow my script. And let me tell you, that voice is there a lot. It's in your head. Where it does it come from? It never goes away. Where does it come from? It's Who like, programmed this? I mean, it I wasn't from raised in that type of house. It, I didn't watch a lot of TV. Yes. I, you know, the, the programming is just so filled, and it's all about insecurity and control. It's like video game. Maybe video games programming because I'm so used to putting God mode in and everything, you know, I'm God mode, I'm indestructible, I can do everything, and I love it that way that everything follows my script. But then you get into reality and you're like, wait, it doesn't, doesn't work like that. So you either also, negotiate. You, you get bored with that. I, I don't. I actually love God I, mode. No, no, but what I'm saying is... Like, if I had my choice, you would do everything that I want you to do when I wanted you to do it. Mm -hmm. But that's the voice that doesn't get me uh, with with anyone interesting. I love the skeptical look that Abyss gets. No, I, 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 I understand that concept, and I'm going back to the post, and part of the reason I... Had... Hang on a sec. Can you guys not crosstalk uh, <laughs> unless you're going to get into the microphone because we're doing kind of a show and you know people are you know kind of doing it and so if you want to say something you know get up on the mic other than that you know that motherfucker did it on purpose <laughs> he's trying to get me spanked uh, that was him wait you, you want to get spanked that's what I heard <laughs> Look, Abyss oh, will, will, will swat. He's crying now. Go ahead, Abyss. What but he was now? the, but wait, he was the one talking and interrupting. So shouldn't he be the one that gets spanked? Uh, I don't want to be the one to spank Unger. <laughs> Have you seen him? Abyss. I'll, uh, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Good. So but, what were you saying? Anywho, what I was saying was, and this is actually for the Dommy Doms out there. You expect your sub, you expect your submissives to um you know follow this script you need to give them the script you know it, that's, that's the uh, other good thing point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point very good point you know you can't just expect no, without instruction like i i as a dominant when i don't you know when i'm topping i i don't i expect a lot from the people I, that bottom to me and i don't i'm not a fan of brats i'm not a fan of training like i will correct someone or give expectations right you know, if if you are coming into a situation saying someone is a bad submissive, part of that is you as a dominant. Yeah. So. Plus, you failed to inspire someone's submission. Is 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 you know yeah. those are some of the cliches, but mm -hmm. it's really true. I thought this was. It's a good post. It yeah. was a good post, good and post. I love that everyone when it first started coming out was like douche douche, <laughs> but then all of a sudden you're like you can't argue that that voice is in your head and it's shitty and embarrassing, but you know what? Yeah the payment it's Very good that's good moving good on post. the next post is called regarding tough feelings and memories and domestic abuse it's written by Kohanai. I think I said that right. I think it's Hawaiian. Why are you looking at me like I, can, I can't even read my own name? This is very true. Uh, she, apparently, she was in a bar watching the Super Bowl and the domestic abuse commercial aired. Um, and she's got this bunch of douchebags at the table next to her who start in on the commercial and they're all, domestic violence, screw that. A husband can't rape his wife and he only beats her to keep her in line. You need a firm hand with some women, bro. And so she says, she looks over at them and says, so I'd love to buy you guys a drink. And if you aren't busy later, you know, and they're all sure things, sweetheart. And if I happen to drug your beers and drag you back to the parking lot, beat you with a bat so that you woke up confused and in pain, it wouldn't matter because you asked for it. And they're like, um, what? So she says, well, you can't beat the willing. You've been com com commenting nonstop the most callous, disgusting, hateful things. You're practically begging for a beating. And like you said, you can't fuck someone over if they're asking for it. You need a firm hand with some men, bro. 
So they kind of look at her and go, listen, bitch, I don't know what your fat ass is after or what you expect, but you better step off before we you get what's coming to you. So she's like, yeah, you do that, asshole. I'm not afraid of you or your tiny dick. Now you need to leave before I stop being polite and cause a scene. You do not joke or make light of those situations. You're an ass. You clearly don't respect women or yourself, and your mother would be ashamed of you. You don't like your own logic thrown back at you you need to go now and they're like bitch you can't make us do that go sit your fat ass down before i make you so at this point several things happen every single person at the bar comes to stand behind her basically saying pay your tab and leave and a woman comes up to her who was the victim of domestic abuse and he she gives her a hug and so does her brother and finally the manager escorts the men out and orders them not to come back So she finishes off by saying, I crossed a line, I know, and it was reckless, but you do not make light of some situations. You just don't. As a victim myself, I will not stand for that shit ever. I was reminded by that woman that speaking up is always the right thing to do, no matter the consequences or personal dilemma. Now, this was an actual record. She actually recorded recorded this this and wrote it down. I'm going to work on you, Kathy. You got to get, because then I got to edit that. So I'm going to move this mic to that <laughs> side so I can look at you and not have to do this anymore. Okay, that's fine. All right. Um, but no, she recorded this. And, and obviously, we all were like the hero moment all the way up until the end. Uh, right up until the point where, where yeah. she says it no is your No matter the consequences or personal And dilemma. first, let's talk about hero moments. And the world needs heroes. There, You cannot argue that society has moved forward by people standing up and being the hero in in the face of danger and a risk. We've done it with uh, military. We've done it with laws being changed, women standing up in the face of prosecution to get the right of the vote, the civil rights, the you know the gay rights, all that. People have stood up and taken great risks with their physical harm, their jobs, their lives. So we are absolutely saying this is a great hero moment where somebody stood up in the face of poss- – because it is true – there are men who will get up and beat a woman down for for talking like this. They will drag her outside and assault her. This happens in other countries. We read about it all the time when women speak up. Um, so absolutely a wonderful hero moment and inspiration hero moment. The idea that you demand that everyone always do that, I think that's where we're all kind of like, if that's your choice, that's great. But there are consequences uh, to these actions and then we'll get into the, the other points after but that was I just want to start with that yeah no I mean I, I fully agree I am a big fan of standing up for people and I've done it but I am also fully willing to take those consequences um, what I would have pervert it and don't get me wrong like it's not necessarily <laughs> the best idea for someone to start a verbal fight with a group of men who have been drinking at a bar which i wouldn't do and i'm, I'm just six foot saying, tall 250 whatever I, I, pounds like that I, is, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that i i'm i'm really hoping someone walked her to her car after this and that you know it's really great that everybody stood up behind her what if they hadn't that's the thing and i i understand like there's personal safety and i am all for women's rights i mean shoot my mom did the whole walking women into planned parenthood we have you know i i am fully aware and i get i am there supporting my patients and i will stand between my patient and you know someone if i think they're being abusive that is my job and my passion and i believe in in standing up for people's rights but i also believe that this is a free fucking country 
you can say whatever the fuck you want. This may not be the most popular fucking conversation we're about to have, but you know what? Everyone has the ability to say whatever they want just because you don't like it. And I find it horrifying what these men were saying, but it's within their right to say it. It is, but I will say that what one person is willing to risk is highly personal and it is based on their history. So if you're talking about this woman who has a history of abuse, what is going on in her mind is her history. And so she's basically fighting that. And so, and, and she she does finish it off by saying, across the line, I know, and it was reckless. Sure. But it's something that she herself is willing to do because it's worth it to her. Absolutely. I don't know. Because, like, to me, I, I hear that, and I hear she maybe think it's willing, but, you know... It, well, I hope anybody that... <laughs> well, not, <laughs> reads Obviously, it. people are going to make their own choices. I yeah. mean, really... Now I got to go into the list. Because once again, you read that hero moment, and you're like, fuck yeah, man. And you just wish you could have been there to stand up as a group and see the guys. And you cartoon picture them by their bootstraps into the dirt, and they cry and fucking, you know, and then they go. But the reality is, is it's a great hero moment, and it was a great angry moment, and it was a great moment to validate her power that she's taking back from the people that abused her. But then we have to go into the psychology after the hero moment is done, whose mind was changed, what behaviors were changed, what laws were changed, and how did this actually change? Because if everyone, it's like bullying the bully. Does it have an effect? Is it always the right effect? Does it change behavior? Does it make people go, you're right, you guys all made me feel like shit. I'm going to now start treating women differently. Is that the only way? that changes the behavior or is it standing up and and having tough love with the laws that don't protect victims and the laws that don't punish the uh the predators you know i I think it's a bigger picture we love these hero moments but this changing this mindset that it's okay to harm women or men or abuse people is a bigger issue that deals with the internal of the individual as opposed to just everybody standing up because there's not always a bully to bully the bully. Although I will say one thing for all this, like one of the things that was a huge changing factor and the, the, the catalyst in all this was the abuse commercial. To yeah. me, that's that, that was that was what you're fighting for. And those things are starting conversations. And they may not be as passionate and dramatic and romantic as the standing up against the evil. But these are the things that in the long run, the supporting women, starting groups, education, those types of things that maybe aren't as passionate. But those are the things that address people when their defense is on up. When someone's drunk and angry and you're making them look stupid in front of people, they're not really going to listen that that whole situation was for the benefit of everyone there and the victim who stood up for themselves which congratulations to her absolutely but it wasn't but is it always the right answer is it always the most effective way well no. now you're right you're absolutely right and yeah, there's of course some of the posts that I didn't talk about where she's she's saying how she's hearing it happen and she can feel herself not being able to stop and she know the moment is coming up where she's not going to be able to shut her mouth and so she starts in so she it's it's something that happened in the moment and um, I'm sure that she ha- may have some regrets or, or wish that she had done it differently. But oh, I'm glad she uh, did it. Not... It was just that when she said, "You always need to," st- yeah. that was a message to everybody saying that everybody should always, without 
uh, fear of the consequences stand up. And that was the only thing I took issue with. I don't have a problem. I thought it was a great moment. I wish I could have been there to support her. Uh, and walk her to her with car. The rest of her to her car. But uh, a great well, post, but really just a bigger, post. there is mm-hmm. a bigger picture and just, to changing this behavior. And there is consequences because that's the other thing we're not really talking about is if it had gone poorly, her ass would have been kicked. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. these are a bunch of drunk dudes at a bar at a watching bar. the Super And that Bowl. is, a ri- and Ooh. once again, <laughs> it's risk-aware consensual confrontation, <laughs> you know, is is really it. And people do it. And, and I sure don't want to stop people because there is a percentage of change that does occur by the inspiration of people that were there. Maybe it didn't change the guy's minds, but the people, the the female victim that came up to her and hugged her, maybe that person was inspired by that and will then go on to try to change laws and do things. So I surely don't want to say oh. that lynch mobs and bully patrols uh, aren't effective. They're just not the only way to change that behavior socially. Lot Great post, and, and, it, and it's far-reaching, and it has a lot of... Uh, issues within it so but good for her and I'm glad it went well for her and these guys were fucking assholes and yeah. I'm glad the manager kicked them out yeah and I'm, well I'm glad the manager actually backed her up and the whole fucking bar can yeah. you imagine a whole bar standing up once again it's a movie moment it's a, it it's a total hero moment I like it good job <laughs> good job it's good good pose from both of them thank you very much and let's go into something completely different hi cool attack <laughs> Who's Tip. first? <laughs> Wait, what's the t- what's the topic of this haiku attack? Areolas. <laughs> Areolas. I want to say it with a British uh, accent. Abyss. I went Areolas? first last time. Fuck All right, off. Kathy, you go first. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Brown, pink, large or small. Not really sure what they're for. Who cares? Nom nom nom. <laughs> haiku attack. <laughs> now you. You. Fine. All for crying out loud. Space tit saucers fly. Areola symphony pinched between fingers. (laughs) Soft, warm in my mouth. Gentle pressure makes them hard. Little buds to bite. Damn. Get up there, MJ. You're, she's she's sitting there with a freaking haiku generator on her phone. You can't write five no. syllables, seven syllables, and five no, syllables. No, it was actually yeah. pretty funny. But we figured out the haiku generator is a lie. Because it like, gives you like 18 <laughs> syllables, five syllables. No, I'm they're... just frantically trying to write one that doesn't Now then, wait a minute. Like... So technically, haikus are supposed to be five syllables, seven syllables, and five syllables, but... You say because you're misled. I used to do No, they poetry. are supposed to, but there's always like. There's a format that it's supposed to, like the second line's supposed to talk about the weather or like, you Nature, know, yeah, giant generally. yak penises or something. We can just make some shit up. All right, go ahead. What do you got? I don't know. I got to go like 575. Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pancake titty sauce. <laughs> I lactate ferociously <laughs> against the crying. Mouth. Ah. By the way, crying made it six syllables. Shut up! I made it up. I made it up like two seconds. I will never remember that. I just thought it was awesome because you were counting like the South Park episode where it was like way way early South Park episode where they did haiku insults to each other. You missed the bad banana comment thing we were talking about earlier. Insults have no effect on me, Kyle. I'm regional champion. That was cheesy poops. The cheesy. That was uh, Planet Arium. You're so weird. No one will get that. But you. <laughs> I, you watch Younger. perverted podcast listeners. If you got that reference, email perverted podcast 
at gmail.com. Uh, or Unger post on the wall. at the planetarium. And he had a genetic condition so that he couldn't pronounce the T in planetarium. I'm bored already. Whatever. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unger, are you going to do a haiku? Are you going to do a haiku? Are you going to? You can make one up. I did it. Come on. You want to try it? He- he oh. is not doing it. He, he does he does not. All right, let's get on to something else. Something sticking your ass in a way. There's no other way than to talk about it. Here is a random topic that hopefully doesn't stink. <laughs> is that new? It's a new jing. Well, you said you wanted to do a, a host, topic, host topic, a random host topic. Yeah. So I don't know what your topic is. <laughs> so I made you a jingle. That's wow. about all I can do. All right. Well, uh, I we have a fan. Her name is Paige. She recently, Hi, Paige. yeah, she recently started her own uh, podcast. It's called okay. The Pagist at thepagist.com, spelled P-A-G-E-I-S-T. That's just a little plug for her. <laughs> and because I, in turn, am a big fan of hers, because let me tell you, that woman writes some wicked erotica. I have been tuning in. <laughs> B- between Family Guy on my left here and <laughs> South Park on my right. <laughs> So she, uh, she's, she's in the book trade, and what she does is she reviews uh, books having to do with kink and BDSM, whether they're fiction or nonfiction, and she reviewed one called A Life Less Monogamous by Cooper Bennett, and sometimes what she does is quote from it, and she quoted this thing that really got to me. She's, in the book, it's a couple who's not, whose marriage is going down, they meet a couple who are swingers. And suddenly they, they get together and they start swinging and it starts a new part of their life and it's uh, supposed to be really uh, commenting on the good and the bad of getting into uh, swinging. So the characters are talking about getting together and one of them says something like, hey, well, we can't get together because I have to go have dinner or something with my vanilla friends and it sparks that conversation about what it's like to talk to vanilla friends, how you have to hide stuff from them. And the character says something like, once you're used to talking about whatever you want, it feels pointless reining it in. And I can remember, <laughs> yes, I can remember reaching that point when uh, I was in the BDSM community long enough where I had to start hiding things from the people that were close to me. And it really wasn't because they they would reject me in any way. It was just that I don't think that they would understand and I think that they would slightly judge me. And in talking to uh, Paige, we were messaging back and forth on FET and she said she had encountered the same thing she said with your friends you're used to being you and when you suddenly can't be there's a wall there a vanilla wall and I thought that you she has such a way with words she's amazing amazing and it really got me thinking of how far I've come just to be able to do this podcast knowing that whether my friends or family are listening or not, they know I'm doing it. And I seem to have crossed this line where I'm not going to go out of my way to you know, tell people what I'm doing and make them listen whether they want to or not, but I'm also not hiding it anymore. It's a lot of freedom. It's an, it's, um, it's it's an incur- a, it's and a, it's also a scary feeling, I'm not going to lie, but it is an amazing feeling. Did you liberate your vagina, Kathy? Well, I have to say my vagina was always liberated. <laughs> <laughs> That must be, I mean, as somebody who has never had a filter, (laughs) 
ever, I can just, uh, what do they call it? Empathize? Sympathize? Uh, really. You cannot no, empathize. Actually, you can't. You have some sort can't. of yeah. rationalize? No. <laughs> actually, uh, Sympath- you, know, no, you can yes. mentally understand it. I can, yeah, I can rationalize it. Get what? Sympathy is when you can understand how they might feel having never gone through it. Okay. Empathy is when you have also gone through it and relate. So okay, sympathize. so empathy, fuck no. Um, <laughs> but I think that's awesome, and that's literally, even though I, I've always been very gregarious, outspoken, uh, to the point of <laughs> having to rein it back in because I'm going to get arrested. Um Part of the reason why I do this and why a lot of us do this in this lifestyle when we go out and speak is to specifically give people those types of moments where they have that freedom to where they felt repressed, they felt like they didn't have their own voice, they felt like they had to constantly adapt everything they say to every different person and then all of a sudden the confidence that people get when they're in this lifestyle they have this communication they negotiate they find themselves on deeper levels more free levels more self-aware levels and then all of a sudden start cracking that shell open and going you know what i don't have to hide who i am anymore who i am now is more important than what you think of me and i've watched you grow in this way kathy for a long time and just to see you completely and continually gaining confidence and confidence the way you talk on this show now is so much more bold uh than when you started and people now i get emails people talk to me all the time that they have witnessed a lot of your evolution and the comfort and freedom and confidence that you have and it's just it's i'm it's just been exciting to watch that and to hear you talk about that. I didn't know you were going to talk about this, but just to hear you talk about this is just like fucking way to go. You're, that's fucking awesome. Wow, thank you. That's so sweet of you, Boogie. You're an, you're a rock star now. <laughs> I'm a rock star. With Haiku Attack. Oh, my God. <laughs> no more Haiku Attack. Huh? That's, that's it. I only- uh-huh. No bongos. Yeah. I, like, I liked the bongos. <laughs> No, um, I do sympathize, like, and I, I actually empathize with that, but as far as the kink stuff, like, I guess I don't really feel the reined in, because the people I'm close to, and the people I give a shit about their opinions, they know what I do, because I'm honest with them. As far as the vanilla wall, that, for me, I kind of look more as a professional thing, um... And I, and I understand that there's always going to be parts of our lives that we have to keep to ourselves. I mean, we, we, we really can't go around, whether it's BDSM or kink or something else entirely, uh, forcing our, our entire lives on everybody. So I understand that. But when when kink or BDSM or swinging, as this couple in the book is talking about, anything that becomes such a huge part of who you are, you and you and you realize that for the first time in your life you get to that point in your life where you realize this this is who I am and I can't I and I don't want to hide this anymore it becomes unbearable to continue hiding that who you are it becomes like we were talking about the parallel universe remember where right, right. where you suddenly feel like you're this is the real world and your vanilla world is in shadows because it it doesn't it's not that real to you anymore 
So I mm. thought this was a. It was no, it's it's very good. I'm so proud of you, oh Kathy. Man, don't get all mushy. I love you, man. <laughs> I love your tits. Oh my god! Not the tit thing I again. I love biting your ass. Whoa! He's never. Do that, do <laughs> to the more. listeners, he's never <laughs> bitten my ass. But I have placed my bare genital on your elbow. Uh, that's the extent yeah, that is, of our sexual Look at MJ showing a boob. Oh, boob! That was totally boob. That was full on boob. That, that was, was like that was areola. Quite a nice areola. <laughs> and look, and you didn't even see. Yeah, like Unger's got his arm crossed he's sitting back he's just the fucking pimp right now she was totally fucking rubbing his junk while you guys were talking wow totally yeah i caught it this is perverted podcast (laughs) turn my back for 30 seconds god that's awesome i have no jingle for uh sexy poetry great thank you for for sharing that and very glad to see you guys growing i'm glad i'm glad you know what kink whatever aside i am incredibly happy that you are getting more comfortable in your skin Thank you. You guys are so good to me. Hey, Kathy. What? I have a new fetish. Like I, I saw this on FetLife a couple days ago, and it rocked my world. Did you know you can like take a condom and put it over your entire foot, and then you can <laughs> stick your foot in someone's ass? I cannot think of anything that is more unappealing to me right now <laughs> that is so disgusting no no like bottom for for me for that that's hot right you can literally stick your foot in someone's ass oh my god that's like that's a trophy a that's like a trophy i swear thing. to god mark and i were goofing around and doing rope and stuff and you know we had condoms on the toys or whatever and i took one off and i'm like i wonder if your foot could fit in this and literally i rat it we put it on i the, have a picture on we, my we put it. of it and yeah. uh, i didn't know that you could go i guess everyone there's always some next level shit i will so <laughs> send you a link to this because like uh, kathy don't. kathy Kathy's, do you want a foot up your ass no. whole new level i've been living kicking. with a foot up my ass ever since i started volunteering oh my god i it, don't want a foot up my ass and i don't put, want to put my foot up anyone just you that know feeling I, that pressure you of your know, toes hey, going in hey, spreading hey, your asshole. No. Okay, and this is this is the nice both of you fuck off. Leave Kathy alone right now. You go sit down in your chair. You sit down in your chair, MJ behave. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> Anywho. Uh-huh. You don't have to open your asshole for her. Thank you. <laughs> but we do have to do. Uh-huh. It's time for sexy poetry. We're going to read some sexy erotica because this is the pajama erotica. We are in pajamas. Uh, Abyss is in her uh, dinosaur jammies with dinosaur toes. MJ has monkey slippers on. She keeps flopping out a giant boob. (laughs) And uh, for Kathy, but I'm benefiting (laughs) from it. Every time I'm like, mental picture, click. Spank, bank, later, click. Spank, 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 spank. And now you're embarrassed. I embarrassed MJ. I know she flashes. What do you her, think you're going to flash her tit? That doesn't embarrass her. What do you but... think that's going to be? I'll text you a picture later. <laughs> nice. Thank, Thank you. So, this is the time we're going to end the show with some. Uh, it's been an odd show, but oh a great show. And uh, we're going to end with some erotic poetry. You guys, uh, you want to read yours first? You want me sure. to read mine? Go ahead. You want to tell the topic? They, no. Well, you made a topic. I didn't write to the topic. Oh. The topic's you for you. Topic? I don't want to talk about it. Let's, no. let's start with okay. yours. <clears throat> Mine is called Rope. Because <laughs> that was your topic. Because that was the topic. All, All right. right. Lay it on us. We're ready to, to touch ourselves. Thick and black and soft and long, snaking up her arms, coiled and climbing round and round till rope is all I see. I grasp an end within each hand and start to pull real tight. 
I pull and pull and pull once more until escapes a moan. I pull it off and let it slide silent to the floor and gaze upon what I have wrought, this tapestry of pain. On every imprint deep and red, my gaze will linger long and hypnotized by what I've done, I breathe in deep and sigh. My fingers smooth o'er every edge, my tongue depressions graze, my breathing comes all short and fast, my face all fleshed with heat. Over this landscape I survey, a sign could well be placed, that proudly screams for all to hear, upon this place there was a rope. I wish that I could wait a while, till all return to zero, and pick my rope up from the floor and start it all again. Hmm. Yeah. Groovy, sexy. All right. I'll do mine. I don't know how this is going to turn out, but whatever. When I look down at my victim, I wonder who really is the hostage. She is bound and gagged, but completely free in her own little world. Confident, the wetness on her panties tells no lies. She lives for consensual non-consent. There is no fear in her eyes, only a desire for whatever ills I might perform on her. Brandishing that blade in her face like swinging a cock gets her so hot you'd think she'd want to suck it. Every slap, every clamp, cane, and cunt punch yielded only the deepest of moans. Until I opened the door and invited three dirty strange men carrying beer and open bottles of rum to come in and fuck her in all her holes without the hassle of condoms. I've never seen eyes peel open wider on a human being. She sobered up from her role play sex high in a nanosecond. Like a cartoon, the blood drained from her horny face and was replaced with the terror and realization that bragging to me that she was a hardcore, no limits player might have been a bad negotiating tactic. With shock and tears welling up in her eyes, she spit out her gag and screamed her safe word loud enough to deafen the dead before falling over into a sobbing fetal position. We all stopped and watched her cry. I nodded to my three friends that knew they were never going to get to fuck her when they agreed to help me with this scene, and they all left the room quietly. After ten minutes, she looked up at me with puffy, wrecked eyes and a broken face that showed the surrender of true humility. Lesson learned, I asked. Yes, sir. Lesson learned, she responded. What's that? Damn. Good. Abyss, bring us home. Okay. Water, soybean oil, high fructose corn syrup, distilled vinegar, salt, contains 2% or less of dried garlic, dried onions, dried peppers. What? 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 What are you reading? That's perfect. It's zesty Italian dressing. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Let you know what? Finish. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. I was at the airport. I didn't have time. This is what they had. Where's the basil? Exactly. It's just, it's just, yeah. Oh my god. That I, was so hot. I wasn't prepared. I Fine. Finish reading the, the ingredients to Italian dressing. Zesty. Autolyzed yeast extract. Lemon juice, juice concentrate. 
calcium disolum eta to preserve freshness. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my god, that's good. You win. You win. <laughs> Jay, did you have a poem? If you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> She's like, she doesn't want to follow mine. No, that like burst of blood vessel in my artistic soul. <laughs> she read the ingredients to zesty. She's like, That's like a thing oil. now. My sodium glutamate. Did my get wet from that? That's not right. <laughs> oh, my God. I am not a fan. All right, MJ. Bring us home and get us out of the show. <clears throat> okay, okay. God, fucking abyss. <laughs> this is called My Friend the Stunt Cunt. Oh. <laughs> She has a circular motion emerge from her hips. They tilt up and swirl. I always know that's when she's coming. Her eyebrows knit together and release. I imagine the inside of her sopping cunt doing the same. Her lower lip emerges a bit wet. Sometimes she bites that lip. I haven't figured out yet if there's a specific pain making her jaw tighten when she sucks it in, releasing it, moist and glistening for all the world. We have never fucked. I just smile inside at the way her pain, pleasure, register. Those outward expressions are like fireflies, creatures of their own, more visible in the darkness. She's Beautiful. Did you write that? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Areola woman writes some hot shit. Well, goddamn. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you for, thank you, Threshold, for being next to us in our <laughs> studio. We'll figure that out. Anyways, if you're in Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and our hosts, to Abyss, Woo! to Boogie, Woo! Woo! to myself, Woo! and to our two lovely audience members. Showing boob, another boob. Nipple. Oh my, oh my god. god. Look at that boob. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, God damn it. Kathy, I really am proud of you. I'm what? proud of Abyss, too. I'm proud of all of us. I'm proud. Zesty Italian. <laughs> okay, I'm not necessarily <laughs> proud of your poetry choice. Uh, man, this is a lot of fun. And perverted podcast listeners, as you are out there in the world and you have to fake and change your conversations for who you are and people are judging you, just remember that we are here on Perverted Podcast to help you be your damn naughty selves and be awesome in your sexuality. Please be good to yourselves. We love you. We're out of here. Yay! Woo! Nipple! We want to see the nipple again. Nipple! Nipple again. Hey, hey, nipple! Hey, take this out. Are you ready? Yes. Watch it, watch it. Oh, 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 she's oh, gonna, oh, she's, oh, 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 o
Why so prudibus? It's not like I'm asking you to shit in my mouth.